Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. This podcast is run in association with the Performer Journals and Performing Arts Mag. Our aim is to make the performing arts industry a safer and more accessible place for performers. If you want to find more tips, downloadable resources, activities, and articles from industry experts, please head to the link in our show notes to download your free copy of Performing Arts Mag. If you would like personal support and guidance or you have a topic you would like us to cover, then please head to our show notes and you will find the link to the Performer Journals on Instagram and you can DM us anytime with anything you may need. Don't forget, if you love this show, if you love the episodes that we provide, then please head to Spotify or iTunes to leave us a review. We would be really, really grateful. Thank you for your support and without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Today I'm delighted to be joined by the wonderful Darren Tassell. So he is an actor and performer and can you tell us a little bit about what you get up to on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, well, I'm a pirate, first, look, first of all. Um, on a day-to-day basis, look, I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home father. Um, my wife works very, very hard to pay all the bills and I kind of just live in La La Land trying to be an actor. <laughs> trying. Trying and doing really well at it. I've seen you've booked quite a lot of jobs recently. How's it all going? How's being back after the pandemic? It's it's been a it's been a tough couple of years. It really has, um, and not just for me. For for many many actors, I, I, I work day to day on on social media, running a business, and I'm talking to actors every day. And it's it's been a very difficult time for everyone. Um, I've been lucky. I've still managed to get a couple of little jobs in, in that time. Um, but look, it's been it's been a very tough time all round for filmmakers, creatives alike. Um, especially when the government tells us to retrain, like Fatima did. Yeah. Um, so look, it's it's been a tough time all round. Um, but hopefully, we're coming out the other end of that now. We're starting to see more and more castings coming out, um, which is exciting. And we we still think that. that it's still at the very early stages of still opening opening up. Um, so we expect soon that there's going to be an explosion of jobs. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so, but I think from what I can gather, once there is this explosion of jobs, there'll be another bottleneck because there just aren't enough crew to crew all of these jobs that are then going to come out. So... Look, we're, I'm, I'm keeping busy. I'm doing a couple of short films for friends and, and things like that and showreel scenes to help out other actors. So I'm keeping busy, keeping busy on set. And I've got a few big projects in the pipeline for later this year. Uh, what One of the projects has got near on a half a million pound budget. Um, we're just trying to secure an A-lister for that um, to play opposite me. I'm one of the lead roles. Um, but look, it's exciting. This year, hopefully, is going to be what we hoped last year was going to be, but it kept closing down again. Um, but look, fingers crossed, everyone's hopeful that this year we're all going to be fine again and we're all going to be working. Yeah, that's amazing. And good luck for these projects you've got lined up. They all sound very, very exciting. Yeah, they are. They are. It's, like I say, it's been a long time of not being on set. So I'm, I'm actually filming a, a little short next week, which is... Very violent short. Where I ended up 
So lots of blood, lots of action. It's what we love. It's the big kid inside of us, isn't it? We just want to be doing these things. I don't often get cast as the um, aggressive type. I think it's my look. I look about 10. Um, do you find you get like typecast? Because obviously you're saying there about action and violence and a lot of your previous credits have involved like action scenes. Do you find that that's more what you get cast as? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like I say, look, through the show cards, which we'll touch on a bit later, I, I talk to actors every day and, and, and I try to give them advice. Because I've only been acting like five years. I gave up my day job five years ago um, to, to finally follow my dream after wanting to do it for 30 years and not get an opportunity. So I gave up my day job five years ago and I, I just went for it with everything I, I, I've got in, in my locker. Um, and I've been very, very lucky. I've, I've been, um, I've, I appeared in Cobra on Sky One. Um, I've appeared in many Bollywood films in, you know, the big starring roles that have been in cinemas all around the world. But I, I actually say to people, look, when you're starting your career, people say don't get typecast. But when you're starting your career, it's important to understand that you will be typecast um, because you're still an unknown. Um, and, and what you have to do is find what type you got what, what type you are and just nail it absolutely work on that and nail it don't be afraid to be typecast embrace it so when you go to a casting and there's 20 people who look like you you need to still find a way to stand out so it's important that you understand your type and you work on that and you nail it so you need to leave a lasting impression when a cd is sitting there seeing 20 people who look just like you each day so you still need to find a way to leave a lasting memory with them. So, yeah, look, I, I get all the violent roles. I understand. Look, I'm, I'm six foot skinhead. Um, I, I will say that it's nature that made me a skinhead. Look, you can see I'm so patchy up there. I just look awful with hair. So, look, I get the, the racist roles, the soldier roles, the violent roles. I, I get everything like that, um, obviously. Um, but look, I embrace that. I'm, I'm very happy to play those roles because they're actually, you know, the soldier roles, the gangster roles, the villain roles, they're all really fun roles to play. And, you know, when, when, when I'm sitting there as a kid wanting to be an actor, dreaming about it, I wanted to do war films. I wanted to run across fields and all going on. And do you know what? I've done that. Um, I loved every second of it. It was probably one of the best times of my life. So no, I embrace these roles and, and maybe I can make a career out of being the bad guy. <laughs> Absolutely. And then further down the line, I'm sure there's like when you've played to your advantage so much, there's ways then that you can like break out and branch out. and. Yeah, I mean, look, it's important, like I say, to, to embrace your casting type, nail it, and, and then you get your foot in the door. And then when you've been seen on several productions, then people will give you a look at other roles. I mean, look, okay, I look like a, a, a you know, a big thug and a big scary guy, uh, but I'm such an idiot. I've got five kids. I spend all day being an idiot. I would quite happily roll around at a bus stop if it made my kids laugh. Um, I'm such a fool. So, you know, my son's got a YouTube channel and I've had the opportunity to kind of be the crazy, wacky, be like, and, and kind of branch off that way a bit as well. And I, I've recently just shot a, a Marathi film for, uh, it's an it's a on-demand platform in, in India, in, in uh, Mumbai, 
called Planet Malati, and I've just done a movie for them. And, and I was actually a very nice family guy who married an Indian lady, and I was trying to win over her family who really didn't like me at first. So it was a real soft, gentle role, but that is more like who I am. I know what I look like, but that, this role was more, it, it was more me, it was more Darren. It was, you know, because I'm such a family oriented man, such a such an idiot, and I want to have fun all the time and be silly. So this gave me an opportunity to, for the first time, to, to explore that. And, and, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it being released, and, and I'm hopefully it's going to be well received. Was that, I'm interested to know if that was like a scary moment for you, knowing it was more you, and it was more to who you actually are. Was that a really nerve-wracking experience? Because that's basically playing yourself. Obviously, you're not. You're playing a character. But it's more showing who you really are. Was that scary to do on screen? No, I'm not. I'm not scared by anything like that. Like I say, I'm such an idiot. I've got no shame. I will happily roll around at a bus stop on the floor. And I don't care who looks and who, who, who judges. You know, I... Things that I don't fear me don't, don't scare me. I'm, I have no fear for that. I'm, I embrace it. Like I say, I'm such an idiot. So I embrace every time I step in front of a camera. I, I, I love it, um, and, and I'm very happy to play any role at all. Um, I recently done an audition for. Um, it's a movie coming up, and it's uh, the, the character was a 19th century, very flamboyant artist. And everything, you know, and it was, he was very camp and flamboyant and, um, look what the low tide swept in. And I had to wear my wife's dress for the audition as well. So, look, bring it on, bring it on. I'm very, very happy to play any role um, and, and throw myself 100% into it. Um, obviously, I, I get a lot of uh, villain roles or soldier roles or, or things like that. And I've got a lot of work still waiting to be released. I've, I've got something like four films waiting for cinema releases. I've got several short films as well. So look, all I can do is do my work um, and, and just wait for it to come out. And when people see it, hopefully it raises my profile that little bit more. Um, but yeah, look, bring, bring it on. I'll play any role happily. Um, and I embrace it. I have fun. I enjoy it every time I'm on a set. I network, I'm such a people person. So I walk on a film set, especially in India, there's like a hierarchy on a film set. So where the directors and the producers don't really talk to any of the crew like that, unless, you know, it's the DOP or the camera guy. Um, but I walk on a film set in India and I I, I just want to hug everyone. I, I go up to everyone, even the, the young lad who sweeps the vanities out, cleans the toilets, I'll walk up, I'll give him a big hug and show everyone lots of love. I'm, you know, I embrace every moment I'm on a film set. It's fantastic. So as you say, you've done a lot of work abroad and you've done a lot of Bollywood films as well. Is there a massive difference between their cinema and our version of cinema and how we create art? Is there a massive difference when you go to places like that? Do they do, they do things very differently to us? Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> um, I love it. Look, let me just firstly say, before I tell you the ins and outs, because some people, you know, could be shocked by it, but I love every moment of it. Um, but it's very, very different. Um, anything you do with Hollywood or, you know, or, or big studio work here um everything is timed to perfection everything's scheduled 
Um, you know, I, I was on a war film where the director had turned up one day. We never knew what weather we was going to get. In one day, we had rain, wind, sleet, snow, brilliant sunshine. So we had all five seasons in one day. So the director would literally turn up on set one day and just go, what way's the wind blowing? Right, we're going to do this scene today. Um, so it's, it's very, very, very different. Um, you know, we, we, we was in the trenches um, doing this big World War One film was in the trenches and the, the SFX guy hadn't turned up so and they needed smoke so they just went and got a big armful of hay threw it in the trench next to us and set on fire so when we're in the trench we're actually going <laughs> <laughs> health and safety a little bit out the window then <laughs> everything was ruled health and safety yeah god but do you know what it's such an incredible experience mm. So some actors, they're, they're very rigid in what they do. They learn lines in a very specific way and then they can't deviate from that because they've given so much practice and, and rehearsal into this that it's hard for them to deviate. But I, I, I can, I'm happy to work with no scripts. All, all my time in Bollywood, I've been on a fluid script, which means we just rewrite it there and then on the day. Um, and, and they give me scripts. I'm supposed to be a big English soldier and they give me a script and I'm because if I read that, because it's written in broken English, I said, I'm, if I read that, I'm going to sound Indian. I said, so I'm going to take what you roughly want me to say, and I'm just going to do it my way. And then stand up in front of Morgan and start shouting at them like the drill sergeant. Um, but yeah, it's always been fluid, you know, and they're, they're very open to that. They appreciate that they don't know how I would speak. Mm-hmm. So they, they give me a script. I work out roughly what they want to say, and I just, I, I give them my version of it, a pure unadulterated South London version of their script. Which means that I've been very well received in India. Um, I, I get I get fan mail every day um, from from people contacting me. And when I say mail, I mean obviously Instagram, Twitter, and I get inbox all the time. I've got hundreds in there of people saying, sir, sir, I will love you in this film. So look, the people of India are beautiful and I've been very, very well received by them. And, and it's... They've stole my heart. They do. I, I, I absolutely adore these beautiful people. That's incredible. And it's so nice to hear that you you can adapt so easily to different scenarios and you just run with it. That's just such a great thing to be able to do. Yeah, I mean, I've done a short film recently um, and uh, the, the lad sent me a script um, and, and I played this soldier who gets shot um, and throughout the film, he's gradually deteriorating and it ends up, um, I, won't even, I won't even say the end of the film. I'll, I'll let people watch it. Um, but look, I, I, didn't, I didn't really throw myself into the script too much. I kind of skipped over it and thought, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. There's nothing that worries me in there. Um, so I didn't really learn the script. Um, and then I turned, turned up on the day and I knew... Looking at the script, I knew how it was going to be shot. So I knew that, you know, before this scene, I've got I've got 20 lines. I, and I'm very good at absorbing lines. So I, I, I learn the lines in the morning. And what you get is a very raw version of, of, of me doing that. Um, quite often, I'm not even acting. It's just Darren in that situation. Um, so, but look, I, I love it. I love it. And, and I'm very confident in myself and very happy to work with what the directors need. You know, they, they fluid scripts I'm very good with. So if they want to change it on a day, I'm, I'm comfortable 
and, and I'm very happy to do that and, and hopefully I'll give them the, the best version they can get. Amazing. And like you said, you only started doing this full time five years ago. You made that jump from going from your normal day job into acting. So was there a specific moment for you that was like, that's it, I'm done. I want to follow my dreams now. Or was it like a gradual thing that you've been thinking about for a while and then you dipped your toe in? Like what was what was that moment for you? I've been thinking about it for 30 years because I started acting when I was like 13 in a local theatre group around the corner called London Bubble. Um, and I just had the bug then and, and just like any kid at that age, I dreamed of being a movie star. Um, and I just didn't really, my, my life took different turns. Um, in my late teens, I, I was a bit of a tear away and getting in trouble with the police and stuff. But by 21, I... I've done all of that crazy stuff, got it out of my way, and I, I was ready for a family then. And so when I had my first child at 21, I changed overnight. Everything stopped, all the, all the tear-away stuff stopped, and nothing mattered more than coming home to my family um, every night. So so that 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 really changed me. Um, but then when, when we had our, our, our last uh, baby five years ago, um, my wife desperately wanted to go back to work. And I said, okay, well, look. And, and I, I've just done a, a few jobs as, as a background artist. And I've worked with Tom Cruise and Jackie Chan, Piers Brosnan. Um, and, and I just said, look, I've got that bug back. I said, I want to do it. I said, so you go back to work. I'll stay at home, look after the babies. Um, and, and, and I'm going to have to go up being an actor. And my wife wasn't convinced. She, she was like, well, you're going to be an extra. You're going to quit your you know, 40 grand a year job to go and be an extra. And she didn't quite have, have that belief. And I said, no. I said, I'm not going to be an extra. I said, I know exactly where I want to be. Because um, when, when I was sitting there as an extra, I'd look over there at the actors where they sit. And I'm, I'm just like, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. So I just went off on this journey to shoot a show. I, I applied for a spotlight. They said, no, don't have enough credits. So I, I gave myself a year to get the credits I needed to get a spotlight. So done that and Spotlight accepted me a year later um, and then I'd I, I done a, a Chinese comedy film where I played this gay gangster and, uh, who fell in love with the young kid like the, the, he was a young Chinese kid about 20 years old um, and, and I kind of really fancied him and, and he realised that and we kidnapped him so he realised that he could seduce me to, to get so, so, and it was all very slapsy it was all very funny it was all very funny and I'm wearing this big Justin Bieber t-shirt um, and then after that I, I, one of the actors that I was on that film with sent me a casting for a war film and I was like yes that's what I'm talking about it's a war film that's what I've dreamed about so I applied for this war film um, I sent them the, the, the my, my showreel I had and, and I was very lucky just before then to do a commercial for Actima where I was a drill sergeant training Santa um, so I had drill sergeant material to show I was applying for this drill sergeant in, in, in this movie. And they saw it, they loved it. And do you know, well, while I was in, uh, we, we shot for a month in the UK, and then when we went over to India about four months later to finish the movie, um, I was then hired for another movie while I was in India, which was my plan. I said, look, when I go there, I'm coming back with another film to do. 
So, because I'm very good at networking and stuff. So, I was very lucky and I, I was introduced to the director out there and they hired me for their film. So, I flew back from India. I was home for two weeks and then flew straight back to India to go and do a, a football film where I played Stephen Constantine, the manager of the Indian national squad. It's just been a hell of a journey. It's been the, the best thing and it's been everything I ever dreamed of. It's, it's incredible. I'm very, very lucky to be doing it. That's incredible. And it's so great that you have done everything that you kind of wanted to do and set out to do and I'm so so pleased for you um that you've got to do all the things that you really wanted to do it's within that. Look, look, there's one more big one or two more I want to do a cowboy film as a kid I wanted to be John Wayne or <laughs> Terence Hill um so look, I want to do a cowboy film uh, you know I, I used to practice sling gunslinging and, <laughs> and I'd also love to do some sort of sci-fi film that's amazing that you've got those like I don't know those dream roles still in there like I think it's so important to keep that passion alive and when we're younger we always dream about certain things and certain roles and I think it's so good to keep a bit of that to keep that fire going and keep dreaming and pushing the boat out I'm living the dream um you know I'd like to be busier at the moment but everyone would like to be busier but I'm I'm doing the things I've dreamed about for 30 years so look I waited long enough there is nothing that's going to stop me I'm going to go there I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the things I want to do and um, you said earlier obviously the first time you applied for Spotlight you got rejected um, so what are some of the biggest barriers you face to get to where you are now? I mean, you've had loads of success, but surely with that, there's been loads of hurdles that you've had to jump. Yeah, look, I've been told many times, um, oh, you'll never make it. You'll never make it. Um, and, and I've heard all this whole stigma about working class actors and they'll never get a shot. Listen, a barrier will only stop you if you allow it to. And I'm not like that. Nothing is going to stop me. This is my dream. Nothing is going to stop me. I don't see barriers. I see hurdles. You can climb a hurdle. You can get over hurdles. Yeah, nothing is going to stop me. I don't listen to people. I'm on my own journey. I know where I want to be and I know how to get there. And there there is nothing that's going to stop me. I I will not allow anything to stop me. Nothing can stop me. I'm I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I know what I can do, I know what I want to do, and I'm going to do it. It might take me time, you have to be a bit patient with yourself, especially the last couple of years. But look, don't allow anything to stop you. You Believe in yourself, sorry, let me just quickly put this cable back in. Um, you, you don't allow anything to, to stop you. No, if, if, you see, if you see barriers, then you're almost asking to be stopped. I don't allow barriers in front of me. I don't allow barriers. If there's a barrier, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to smash through that and go on my journey. I believe in myself. I'm I'm, I'm confident. I believe in my abilities. Um, And like I say, nothing's going to stop. That's really inspiring to hear. And I think from me as a graduate of only 2019, I've not had much time in the industry. And I know that I've you know had a lot of waiting around and not sure what to do with myself especially as a new face in the industry I haven't had much time to network or get connections but I know 
that I'm going to keep going and I know where I want to be and I know that I'm happy keeping on going with the steps I've created to get where I want to be. So to hear that someone else has that same mentality and has gone out and done a lot more than I have is amazing. If I can give you any advice, it would be just believe in yourself. Just when you go, I mean, a lot of people go to auditions. I mean, it's been very different recently because obviously there's a lot of self-tape auditions, but the, the world is starting to open up again and we're getting face-to-face auditions again. But you've got to understand when you go for an audition, the CD doesn't want to sit there for the next five days looking through tapes and tapes and tapes. and They want the next person to walk in the room and be the one they're looking for. They desperately, when you walk in a room, they desperately want you to be that one. So believe in yourself. If you're given an audition, um, practice it. I will learn the lines, learn the lines. And when I've learned the lines and I know everything off by art, I'll then work on the little quirks and to, to make everything look natural, the little things you do, the movements. Um, and look, just believe in yourself. Work hard at it. Um, and go in there and show them that you are the one they're looking for. They want you to be. So you shouldn't be nervous. It's a, it's another chance for a performance. Look, us as creatives, as actors, we want to perform. So you've got to look at each audition as, a, as, a, as an opportunity to perform. Don't look at it as a test. No, I'm going in there to perform. So don't be nervous. Go and perform. Go and do what you were born to do. That's great advice. Thank you so much for sharing that with everyone. I think everyone will be really pleased to hear that advice. It's just nice to have it told, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's difficult for uni leavers and grads and, because you're given all the tools and taught how to act and how to do this and, and how, to, how to be in the moment. But you're not taught once you leave college, what are you, how do you start this journey? You're not taught this. No. Um, and, and I do lots of actors' talks with, with universities, with acting groups and things to, to, to give this bit of advice. They, they, te- they give you all the tools you need to know, but they don't give you a direction. You have no idea. When you leave, you just know you want to be an actor. You have no idea how to go about it. So, look, I, I created, um, when lockdown first happened, I created uh, a website for actors called vshowcards.com. Um, and if you if you go on Twitter and follow at the show cards, you will see how we help actors every day. That's our mission. Because you got things like Spotlight. Look, I've been on Spotlight for five years, four years. Um, I've never had a job from it. And, and even though the industry says if you don't have Spotlight, you're not really a professional actor. I've got Spotlight, but I've never had a job for it. I, I, I'm paying £158 a year for something. I get nothing back from other than, oh, are you a Spotlight actor? Yes. That's yeah. not bad for my 600 quid. Yeah, I've been on it for two years as a graduate, and I've had one audition from, yeah. from Spotlight. Well, look, I, I've done a poll recently on Twitter. Well, I say recently. I've actually done a poll about a year and a half ago. And it turns out that 82%, based on, we had a 1,000 or 1,200 people reply to this poll. And based on that, 82% of actors, of Spotlight actors, don't earn enough money through Spotlight jobs to pay for their profile. 82%. Which is ridiculous. So everyone comes out of college or uni and just pins all their hopes on Spotlight. And they just think, as soon as I get Spotlight, that's it, I'm going to be acting. But that's not the reality of it. It's, look, Spotlight, a very professional service um, and and. 
it and it shows credibility, it doesn't it? It shows like that you're you're serious about this and yeah. Sit there thinking as soon as you've got a spotlight, you're going to get loads of work because it doesn't work like that. You, you have to, and I don't leave it to your agent either. Look, your, this is your dream. Your dream. Right? The agent is living their dream. They wanted an agency. They dreamed of running an agency. They're running, that's their dream. This is your dream. So you need to work 10 times harder than your agent to find work. Um, my mission, I, I was in with my agent yesterday and, 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 and I said to him, look, my mission is to give you more work than you give me. I'm not going to wait for you to ring me. I'm going to find work. I, that's what I do. That's what I'm good at. So we created vshowcards.com um, to, to help other people and help give them a sense of direction and, and kind of give them the, the, the experience, our experience, myself and my business partner, Alex Reese, who's another fantastic actor. Um, but we try to give them the benefit of our experience and that there is another way. Don't just pin your hopes on spotlight and wait for the phone to ring because it's not going to ring. Go out there and make it happen. So every day I, I, I talk to actors, creatives, filmmakers, casting directors and stuff um, and try and give them as much help and support and advice and, on how to market themselves. Because look, you're not just going to walk into a big Sky job or a BBC job. You're not going to do that. Chances are most of the work you get is going to be indie film non-studio work so it's important to embrace that and understand the level and, and each time you do that your profile raises so you can reach the, the levels where you are being called in for the hollywoods the bbc's the sky jobs but it's it's about marketing yourself very well and getting seen making sure your work is seen by people because if they haven't seen your work they don't know about you they're never going to hire you um and what we do is well one of the biggest things for us, because of you got spotlight backstage, this one, that one, the other one, casting networks, and they're all like 150 pound a year, and you can't, you can't afford them. So when we created V Show Cards for actors, we said the first and most important rule: it has to be affordable. So we've we've made this service 39 pound a year, or 3.99 a month. That's less than a Starbucks coffee. So three ninety nine a month, and we give you we 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 promise to give you much more than than what you pay for. For that three ninety nine a month, we we are sharing your work. We're getting you vital exposure. We get you exposure all over our website if you have a look. Um, and and it's basically that our website is a is a supercharged CV, and it's it's a, it's like the best of IMDb spotlight and everything all pulled into one with your social links as well and your IMDb known fors and your your show reels and 10 other videos, sound clips, everything, all, all arranged in a very dynamic and very, very uh, absorbable way. So when you send your link out, instead of sending 10 links, like a link to your IMDb, a link to your spotlight, link to a reel, link to that, link to this, another clip here, you contain everything in one place on your, on your, on your V show card and you send one link to castings and that really does help you stand out. That's amazing. So your platform, where can people follow you and find you? Um, you can follow us as at V Show Cards on Twitter, at V Show Cards on Instagram. There is V Show Cards page on Facebook as well. Um, and, and look, give us a follow, um, connect with us, we'll follow you back. Um, and if you ever got any, any advice or anything, we're very, very happy to help. And once you join us, 
we share all your work, we share all your updates, we help you edit show reels for free. Because look, we're actors. We, we, we know the struggles because we struggle too. We know the struggles. So we're trying to take all the struggles away from the hardship of, of being an actor. We, we, we try and help with all of those. So people have to struggle less. Um, even families, for example, you know, we're, we're, we've got a few talented families on B-Show Gods. We, we've got like 500 actors on there, um, upwards of, of 60-odd production crew and directors and makeup artists and stuff. But we try to give you much more value than you pay for. Um, and we try to connect people. We've created a fantastic community where everyone shares each other's work as well. So, look, we're, we're, we're there to help. And we really want to help. We're really trying to. Um, and, and if you have a look, like I say, if you have, if you check us out on Twitter, see what we do every day. We're encouraging people, empowering people, nurturing their talents and encouraging them to go express themselves and, and try to help them market themselves in a better way. This sounds like such a needed platform. So thank you for doing what you're doing because it sounds amazing. And I'm sure many people will be able to go and have a follow. I will put all the links in the show notes. So guys, if you are worrying and wondering where you can find it, you can go to the link in the show notes for this episode and all the links will be there so that you can find the show cards um, and get yourself following their platform and seeing what they get up to because it sounds incredible see exactly how we help people and share people's work and encourage and look we're approachable we're 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 friends we don't take your money and give you a a web address and that's it leave you to it we're we're on you we follow you we share your work we share your updates and if i see castings that you're perfect for i'll tag you i'll post your link in there so they can see all your work so we're, we're really trying to help as many people so come and contact us come and talk to us if you if you're a bit lost of what direction you need to travel in, come and come and ask the questions. We'll be happy to sit down and, and, and help you and, and give you some sort of direction and belief. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that and for creating this wonderful platform to help actors. Um, before you go, I would love to ask you a final question. I ask every single person that comes on the show. If you have one bit of advice, what piece of advice would you give to aspiring performers? Um, probably what I've already said, believe in yourself, believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. So just be confident. Um, and, and like I say, don't, don't wait for the phone to ring, get out there and get yourself seen, be proactive every single day. Um, and look, you might not be able to email 20 casting directors in a day, email one. That's fantastic advice. Thank you so, so much for taking the time out of your day to come on and share your insight with us. I found it extremely valuable and insightful and inspiring. So I'm sure our listeners will have as well. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's been listening at home. I've been your host, Bethany Unwin, and this has been Performer Talks. Thank you so much for listening to Performer Talks. 
You can head to the link in our show notes to download your free copy of Performing Arts Mag now. You can also head to the show notes to get in touch with Bethany at the Performer Journals on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please do not forget to head to Spotify or iTunes where you can leave us a review. A review helps make the industry more accessible by releasing our podcast to more performers and helping them get the help they need for free. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.